0: Welcome to Evangelism on Fire podcast. My name is Mark Thomas, an ordained pastor, a teacher of the best-selling book of all time, your host, and most importantly, your evangelism coach. In each week, I bring you an on-fire message to empower and coach you to live the most exciting life God has created you to live by actively sharing your faith in Jesus with others. I'm so thankful for our time together today. It's such an honor spending time with you, Evangelism on Fire Nation. This podcast will truly inspire you. And I believe that it will inspire so many people that you know. And if you're inspired and feeling moved to share this, then please message some friends. Post this on social media and let people know about this episode so we can get this message out there more. I appreciate you and everyone listening right now and a quick reminder please subscribe to our evangelism on fire over on apple podcast right now and leave us a review at the end of this episode of the part that you were inspired by the most and spread the message of evangelism on fire forward
1: the youth today represent the future of our country many of them are putting their hope in everything other than god they are being deceived. Grandparents aren't taking their grandkids to church like they did in the past. The church has been dwindling, which means the younger generation is not hearing about God and His Word nearly as much as they used to. That's why it is so important for us to get in front of them and make sure that worldly desire is not leading them astray. We want to let them know that there is hope for them through a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. In order to do this and to make an impact, we need your help. We need you to join us on this mission of being an inspiration for the younger generation. To do this, become a a partner at Evangelism on Fire Ministry. Being a partner means making a commitment to give whatever you can to help us on our mission. We can't do this without you. We can't do this without the support of God's kingdom. Let's reach the world with the most important message that exists, the gospel message. Join us for the plans we have for ministry in 2023 by becoming an Evangelism on Fire ministry partner by going to today's show notes and clicking on the giving link to become a monthly partner by setting up a monthly donation or go to our website, evangelismonfire.com Click on the Donate button to give a monthly reoccurring donation or a one-time gift. Thank you for joining us to give hope to the world.
0: Hey there, Evangelism on Fire Nation. My name is Jerry Howard. You may remember me as your business coach, but I'll bet you didn't know that I'm also the failure the expert. Failure. I earned this illustrious title by landing myself in jail over 10 times, but God had a better plan. He took me from handcuffs to hospitals in zero to 60. I just love to shatter that glittering image and reveal true authenticity about who we really are in Christ. If you're looking for a Christian communicator for your next event or retreat, connect with me at
1: jerryhowardspeaks.com. That's Jerry with a J, howardspeaks.com. I'll see you soon. You are listening to Evangelism on Fire. Thank you for joining us for this special four part series as we expose and refute myths regarding evangelism. I'm your special
0: guest, co host, Lindsey Corman. And I'm your regular host, Mark Thomas. Hey, Lindsey, how are you? Hi, Mark. I am doing great. How are you today? I am doing super amazing. Thanks for asking.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy we're, uh, we're doing this and we're taking the time to debunk some myths on evangelism.
0: Absolutely. Let's debunk those myths that are surrounding evangelism. Let's do it. So since we
1: are discussing vari- various aspects of evangelism that are considered myths, this seemed to be the most important subject to discuss first. And the question is, is evangelism unethical? Should we even be evangelizing in the first place?
0: Yeah, well, I got to tell you, Lindsay, that is a great question. Let me say this. This is where it all begins. The question, should we be evangelizing? If, if we don't know this question, right? None of the other episodes are going to make sense in this series. So that's a great question to ask. That's such a great question. Why don't you ask that one more time? So evangelism on Fire Nation could hear that question once more
1: is evangelism unethical and should we even be evangelizing in the first place?
0: Boom, I got to tell you that's a that's a great question. It's so good. I had to say it's a great question twice. All right? So, here's how I would answer that question. Who determines if evangelism is ethical or not? People Or God. If we truly believe that God is the creator of all things, and He is, then we should believe that God is the creator of evangelism. He sets the standard, not people. Come on, let me say that one more time, Lindsay. Is evangelism unethical or is it ethical? Look, God, the creator of everything, he sets the standard of evangelism. So yes, evangelism is not unethical. It's the most ethical thing that a Christ follower can do. Yeah, thank you for that. I definitely agree.
1: And I'm glad you mentioned that. That's a good point. So I actually uh, looked up the definition of unethical And the definition is not morally correct. So if something is not morally correct, it's obviously immoral. And the definition of immoral is not conforming to accepted standards of morality. But then I asked myself well, who is setting these standards? The world? we know that Satan is the prince of the earth. So if we make our decisions and act according to what the world says is moral or immoral, it'll never align with what God says. We must stay true to our beliefs and be led by truth. We have to set the standards. So with all of that being said, I think some would still argue that it's unnecessary to perhaps suggest to others how they should live their lives, that we should let them live how they please without Mm. imposing our beliefs on them. Yeah. So what would you say to someone who thinks you're being maybe
0: a little too pushy when attempting to share the gospel? That's so good. You know, that's, that's a common thought when a comes to evangelism, right? That's a very common thought. So I think, again, if we think of evangelism as being unethical or ethical, hey, it is God who determines if evangelism is ethical. So, Lindsay, check this out. If it is God who determines that evangelism is unethical, we need to take a look at what God says in the best-selling book of all time, His Word, the Bible. So, let's take a look at what God says about About what evangelism is. I don't know of any better place to start than Matthew 28, verses 16 through 20. This is known as the Great Commission. And this is what God himself has to say. Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some of them doubted. And this is what Jesus says right here. Jesus came and told his disciples, and this is what he's saying about evangelism right here. I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Lindsay? Here's the beautiful thing. The go part and make disciples. The first step of making disciples is going out to evangelize the good news of Jesus Christ. Once they come to Christ, once they get saved, once they become a follower of Jesus, hey, then we disciple them, right? And the scripture says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands. I have given you, and be sure of this. This is Jesus' promise to us. I am with you always, even until the end of the age. And you know what? I love what Mark sixteen fifteen says. God is the one who created evangelism, and this is what he says, Mark 16, 15. And then he told him, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Oh, you want to hear another scripture, Lindsay? Okay, yeah. here's one for you. Luke nineteen ten for the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. Mm. And you know what? God, the creator of all things, God, the creator of evangelism, speaks so much in his word, the Bible about evangelism, that just gives us evidence that, you know, evangelism isn't unethical. It is the most ethical thing that a person can engage in. On planet earth so we're
1: not really even given the choice or we don't really have the opportunity to make that choice for ourselves because god tells us it's something that we should do to go out into the world and to share his word so it's not even up to us Mm. whether or not we evangelize or not something that we as believers should do whether we
0: like it or enjoy it or feel comfortable at first doing it or not yeah you know what that's such a (laughs) That's a profound thought there, Lindsay. You know what? We as Christ followers, you're right. We're commissioned by Jesus. We're mandated. We have the responsibility, but guess what? It's the God-given responsibility that God has given us to engage in, Mm -hmm. right? You're right. We don't have a choice. But the sad thing is 95% of Christians will go their entire life without leading one person to Jesus as their savior. I know, that's sad. Yeah, that's super sad. But here's the thing. It, not only is, a, is it a mandate or is it our responsibility as Christians. I love what Acts one eight says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And you know what, Lindsay? Yes, we're called to share the gospel message to evangelize. Yes, it's a mandate from Jesus to every Born again believer. But look, there's always, there's also a promise attached to that, that we have the Holy Spirit that will empower us to evangelize. And you know what? That Holy Spirit power only will be activated in this instance when we're sharing our faith in Jesus with others, when we're evangelizing. That's a promise attached to the mandate. Mm-hmm. And through that promise, and when we share in spreading God's good news of Jesus Christ, We receive the Holy Spirit power when we only engage in the mission of the Great Commission. And so many people are missing out on that incredible promise and the joy that is attached to engaging in the mandate that Jesus has called every believer to do. Can you read that verse one more time? Absolutely. Acts. Listen to this evangelism on fire nation, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria. And listen to this and to the ends of the earth. So. When you
1: speak of that power, what do you think that looks like? What do you think that means when we are in the midst of sharing the gospel with someone?
0: Man, I love your question. This is what it looks like. God would cause us to do things that are very uncomfortable and things that make us feel very uneasy. Make no mistake about it. God calls us to live an abundant life, a life that is fruitful, uh, the most amazing life on planet Earth that we can live, right? But God also calls us to pick up our cross and to follow him and do those things that are very uncomfortable and make us feel very uneasy. Mm -hmm. And let's just be honest. Evangelism is one of those things, but it doesn't mean that feeling uncomfortable, uneasy or fearful is a bad or a wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Doesn't mean that evangelism is unethical. What that verse Acts 1-8 speaks about is God knew that it would be difficult it would be fearful and we would not be able to evangelize and share his message of love with other people without his power. And he has given us the resurrection power, the same, think about this, the same resurrection power that resurrected Jesus from the dead resides in us. Mm-hmm. And that will be our strength and our weakness when we go out and share the gospel message with other people. That's what that means. And you know what? It makes me think of Paul told Timothy, who was an evangelist, he says, do the work of an evangelist. And he told Timothy, he was very timid. Mm -hmm. He was also a sickly uh, young man. He was timid. And Paul says, go out and do the work of evangelist. Mm -hmm. And he says, and do not have the spirit of fear, but God has given you Power and love in a sound mind. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us when we choose to go out and share the gospel message with people.
1: So what about when people find it offensive or perhaps off-putting when we mention that we're all sinners.
0: Yes. You know what? The gospel, I don't know, uh, there's this old terminology, right? It says, um, Jesus will make you flee or set you free. Mm, I like that. So people are uncomfortable when you share the gospel with them. Mm -hmm. Now, if we share the gospel with them in a loving way, they won't be resentful of us. But when you tell anybody, we share about anyone having sinned mm-hmm. and they need to change any part of their life, it's going to be offensive to them. It is because the truth is offensive. That's how you know that the gospel is truth. And listen, let's just be for real here. Can I get real, real quick, Lindsay? Let's get real. Ah, Let's get real. Here's the truth. The church, you, if you're a born again believer, you're saved and you're a follower of Jesus Christ, here's a truth bomb for you. The church, you, me, Lindsay, is called to disturb the comfortable and comfort the disturbed. Listen, the disturbed need to hear the truth, the wonderful message of the good news of Jesus Christ so they can know that they're living in sin so they have the opportunity to repent from that sin to turn away from that miserable life that they're living and go into a relationship with Jesus and they can live the life that God created them to live. Yes, the gospel is going to offend some people. It's meant to offend because the truth offends, but it's also the truth that will either set you free or make you flee.
1: So then I guess we shouldn't worry about coming across as maybe sounding harsh or abrasive when we mention sin or somebody being a sinner or there being sin in their life. I guess that's something that is dependent on the person. Yeah. Or is preference maybe? How how you mention that
0: to someone else?
1: Or is there like is there a right way or like a better way to to get that message
0: across to someone without pushing them too far away? Absolutely. Um When we share about sin, most people know, hey, they are fully aware whether they believe in God or not when they're living in sin. Okay, Okay. People know when they're living in sin. What's offensive about the gospel is that when they're hearing the gospel and they're hearing and their sin is confronted, it's offensive because they know that it's the truth right? and they know that they need to come out of that into a lifestyle uh, that is contrary to their sin and and that's why it's offensive. It causes someone to realize that they need to change their life, mm-hmm. and their whole life flashes before them. But right. you know, if we de- if we de- deliver the gospel message with love, with kindness, you know, it's the greatest act of love that we can ever do mm-hmm. to another person in our life. Yeah, you know, and look, the best thing to happen to someone is for them to know Jesus. The worst thing that could happen to a person, Lindsay, is not that they die. Mm-hmm. It's that they die without knowing Jesus as their savior.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about the negativity that is associated with the word evangelism. A lot of people instantly think of door-to-door soliciting or some sort of coercion, I think, um, due to some bad experiences that they may have had in the past. Um, so what are the other types of evangelism that people can utilize in their daily lives that might be a little bit more subtle than street evangelism?
0: Yeah. Hey, again, that's a, that's a great question. Let me give you a, let me give you a definition of evangelism. Here's a good definition of evangelism. This is a quote by Ben Jack. Okay. Um, This is what his definition is. And look, I've adopted this definition, an amazing definition. Evangelism is a Holy Spirit empowered proclamation of the good news of Jesus Christ to the whole world in the hope that they may accept the forgiveness of God and be reconciled to him today and forevermore. The different st- styles of evangelism, there's five basic styles of evangelism, okay? You have a truth-telling style of evangelism, which is when you think of one-on-one evangelism, hmm Think of the person who likes to get right to the point, doesn't like small talk. The truth-telling style of evangelism is perfect for us to use with those type of individuals. Mm-hmm. Then you think of, a, think of your best friend, all right, or a friend. Friendship style of evangelism is someone that you have a close relationship with, someone who trusts you, someone who has seen you come to Jesus, they've seen your walk with Jesus, they see a transformation in you, You can use your friendship to build a bridge to share the gospel message with them. Mm -hmm. All right. Or maybe you want to invite them to your church so that they can hear the gospel message. Maybe it's a Christian event to where they're surrounded about people with Jesus and they will hear the good news. You have other styles of evangelism. And I think if you go back uh, to our episodes in Evangelism on Fire podcast, there's a six-part series about the different styles of evangelism. Evangelism on Fire Nation, go back and specifically go and listen to all those styles. It's a six-part series but we will break down in detail uh, the five specific styles of personal evangelism. And when you find your personal style of evangelism, let me tell you something. You are unstoppable Mm -hmm. because you know that that is the style of evangelism that God created you to operate in. And you will be comfortable. You'll be less uneasy. You'll be less fearful. You're still going to be uneasy and fearful. That's part of the game. That would never go away, but it's also mixed with a lot of excitement and once you learn your style you're unstoppable. We seem to become
1: intolerant of things that seem to be
0: uncomfortable to us
1: but just because something is uncomfortable or perhaps frightening doesn't mean that it's unethical. God doesn't call us to live super comfy lives. He asks us to step out of our comfort zone into the unknown and ask us to trust him amid the unknown. None of that would be considered comfortable to the average person. So how do we help people get past the place of comfort and
0: help them to realize that this is the most important decision they'll ever make. Yeah, I think, Lindsay, another great question. I think once we realize that in many ways we are constantly being evangelized, whether we recognize it or not, right? Right. So the word evangelism is not just solely a Christian word, right? The word evangelism means bringer of good news. Coca-Cola evangelizes their product, right? Right. What's their message? Their message is Hey, drink Coca Cola because it's a lot better tasting than Pepsi. Pepsi evangelizes their own product saying, hey, don't drink Coca Cola, drink Pepsi because it tastes better. Mm -hmm. We're being evangelized to Mm -hmm. every single day. And when people recognize that word evangelism as not a bad thing, Mm It's a bringer of good news. And once they start to understand better or more fully what evangelism is, the uh, fear and the negative myths of evangelism are debunked. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I remember watching a sporting event recently in halftime. They had four Diet Pepsi commercials, right? Mm. I can't stand diet, any type of drink. Yeah, but by that fourth time I saw that commercial in a span of 10 minutes because they were evangelizing their Pepsi product. Mm-hmm. Lindsey, I was getting ready to hop in my car, drive down <laughs> to the store and pick up a six pack of this Pepsi product that I don't even like, right? That's there, some good marketing right there. That's some great marketing, you know? And hey, people don't get upset about Coca-Cola, uh, Pepsi, uh, Chick-fil-A, yep. any type of marketing that works we are constantly bombarded by, but Mm -hmm. let me tell you something. They get upset when they hear Christian evangelism, right? right? Because they just don't fully understand, man, it's the best news on planet earth. It's the one thing that people are looking for, Mm -hmm. right? And they don't even know they're looking for it. We have the answer and people are waiting to hear it. People need love in their life. People need light in their life. People need what this world doesn't have to offer. Only what Jesus has to offer and we are the bringer of good news that is us and when we start to understand that man that fear dissipates and that myth gets debunked so i'm so glad you brought that up um would you
1: consider evangelism marketing
0: no no evangelism is not marketing it's a we are bringers of good news okay and here's why it's not marketing okay when it comes to ethical evangelism Mm -hmm. we must remember this Persuasion is loving and coercion is not. Yes, I like that. When we share the good news of Jesus Christ, when we evangelize the gospel to our friends, our family, our coworkers, maybe even strangers on the street, Mm -hmm. right? We are loving them by persuading them with the gospel message, with the one thing that they're looking for in this world, the love of Christ. Amen. She said, amen. So how would you suggest us getting,
1: the message across that we aren't pushing a mere religion on people, that we are
0: simply sharing the word of God. Yeah, that's a great question. Look, when you're a follower of Jesus, and when you have an interest in people, and they see you have a care for them, Mm -hmm. a genuine care, and they see that you want the very best for them, and that you're sharing this message with them, they believe Mm-hmm. Because they can see the love of Christ exuding through you. That's true. And they're seeing someone who's reaching out to them, not for your own benefit, but for their benefit. And you know what? I'm sure you've heard the saying: people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. Sharing the gospel message, ethical evangelism. When they know you care, mm-hmm. they may not believe the message that we bring to them. Mm-hmm. But they know the love that you have for them is real, It's undeniable. That is true. That is definitely true. Yeah.
1: I hope some people feel inspired by that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Well, I hope our discussion today brought some clarity to this myth of evangelism being unethical. I hope you enjoyed our discussion. Please join us next week to debunk the myth that evangelism should only be done by pastors and extroverts.
0: Lindsay, I want to thank you for being our special guest co-host. Listen, it's been an amazing time with you. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week by audio evangelism on fire our nation. Look, I don't know any better way to end today's episode other than Lindsay praying us out. Lindsay, would you do the honor of closing out today in prayer?
1: Sure. Dear Lord, thank you for allowing Mark and I to come together and discuss these things so that our listeners are able to feel inspired and to have some comfort and some peace as they go out into the world and share God's word with others. We are just here to inspire and to hopefully educate and to bring some peace to people as they share the word of God. So thank you for being there today and and listening to Mark and I's discussion. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
0: Thanks so much for your time with me today. It's been an amazing time. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey of sharing your faith in Jesus with others. Make sure to check out the show notes for a description of today's show along with other details. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast as well. I really appreciate feedback evangelism on fire nation. So share a review on Apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most. And if no one has told you lately, God loves you. I love you. You matter and you have divine purpose. Now it's time to go out there and share the boom, the gospel message with others. Make sure to join me for our next episode.